Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology of the week of June 12th. The theme of this week is as the fog lifts, clarity arrives. There are three big things I want you to think about as we move through this week. The first thing is that we're having a full moon in Sagittarius at 23 degrees of Sagittarius. And this full moon had its birth a year and a half ago when there was a new moon in Sagittarius on December 14th that was a solar eclipse. So when these cycles start with an eclipse, they can be especially powerful. And I talk about lunar gestational cycles, which are these 27-month cycles where we'll have a new moon that activates a degree, a specific point in your chart. Nine months later, there will be a first quarter moon that is at approximately the same degree. Nine months after that, there'll be a full moon. And then nine months after that, there'll be a last quarter moon. So larger stories will emerge in your life over this two and a half year period. So if something big happened back in December of 2020, you may get some real clarity about this whole story this week. Now, the Sabian symbol for this full moon at 23 Sagittarius is a bluebird. A sign of good luck and happiness is standing at the door of the house. Think about how you can invite this good luck into you, especially if something very difficult happened back at the start of the cycle. You can really think about, you know, where you are now from that place that you were and think about any blessings that came in. And how can you have an optimistic view moving forward? We just had a really intense eclipse season. Things have been really very difficult for a lot of people. So yeah, have some hope and some faith that things could be going in a positive direction, that that is possible. So this full moon will sextile Saturn at 25 degrees of Aquarius. Saturn is about structures, responsibility, karma, achievement after hard work. And the full moon will square Neptune at 25 Pisces. Pisces is the dream. It's the fog. It's the mist. It's illusions and delusions at times. So think about how reality is available for you and how you can bring structure to your dreams as you move through this week. The sun is opposite the moon at 23 Gemini. Gemini brings information. Gemini is a mutable air sign. So think about what facts are being shown to you and how you can emotionally with the moon connect to them and find the wisdom with Sagittarius. A full moon is illuminating 
And once we are illuminated and we have the emotional response, we then will take action. So you may be receiving an unexpected proposal that could be a wonderful thing this week. So stay present for that. Even if it's just somebody offers to buy you lunch, or it could be somebody asks you to marry them or gives you a job. There are all sorts of things that can happen on the spectrum of this, but be present. What was your unexpected proposal that was positive? The next thing I want you to think about is that Mercury Although direct is still moving very slowly and is still treading over old ground until the 19th of June when it passes four degrees of Gemini and passes out of its shadow. So you still could be receiving revelations or having secrets unearthed about this Mercury retrograde cycle that we've had. So stay present for how things are coming from the past and illuminating your present what secrets are revealed. Also on Monday, Mercury will re-enter Gemini. And this is really exciting because we'll have the personal planets of Mercury, Mars, and Venus in their home signs where they can express the energies they're responsible for with ease. So you can think about Mercury in Gemini. This is all about communication. How can you communicate clearly? And with ease, how can you bring some lightness to situations rather than destabilize and argue with people? Venus connects. Think about how you can experience the sweetness and pleasures of life with Venus in Taurus. Taurus is a fixed earth sign. So you can think about how you can move things forward steadily. And also think about the principle of receptivity. How can you magnetize what you want to yourself? How can you call things in with your clear communication using that Mercury and that receptivity of Venus and the sign of Taurus? And Mars, the planet of action, drive, and assertion is in the sign of Aries, a fire sign. How can you create healthy boundaries with Mars and Aries? Mars severs and separates. So I want you to consider how can you feed what you want to grow and separate from and release what you want to leave behind. This is such amazing energy to move forward with purpose, clarity, and drive. So on Sunday, the word of the day is self-reflection. As we begin this week, the moon is in the fixed, intense water sign of Scorpio. So you may be experiencing some deep emotions. Now, Scorpio can just be very sexy with your desire to connect with someone else, like really merge with someone. But there also can be some uncomfortable, piercing emotions that come up around anger, around hurt feelings, around wanting to separate yourself from others. So just examine the shadows. The sun is on the fixed star Bellatrix. And one of the signatures of this fixed star is success through the shadow. So you may have some revelations by dealing with some deeper emotions that you'd rather let go of or rather deny that they exist. 
The last aspect of the moon before changing signs is an opposition to Mercury in Taurus. So try not to get too fixed in a discussion with someone else about exerting your point of view or even just with yourself about obsessing over something. Think about how you can let it go. Really take a look at yourself and evaluate your responses. At 3.31 p.m. Pacific time, the moon enters Sagittarius. So you may feel a lightning at this time. I love this fire energy. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, so you may feel more optimistic, especially if you take the time to stay present with your emotions and go through some difficulties and not lash out or show immaturity. You may feel inner pride and confidence if you have a conflict and are able to move through it with ease, or at least look like you move through it with ease, but really doing the work to move through it. On Monday, the word of the day is persuade. So think about how you can be a powerful and persuasive communicator. On this day at 8.26 a.m. Pacific time, Mercury re-enters Gemini at home where it can do its best work communicating effectively, bringing lightness and fun to conversations. Witty repartee is Mercury and Gemini. You may find yourself thinking more positively as we move from that Mercury and Taurus, an earth sign, to Mercury and Gemini at home in an air sign. Mercury is also parallel Uranus, which is like a conjunction. So you may get some great ideas or insights or hear something brilliant on this day. So think about how you can use your words, whether you're speaking or communicating through writing, to influence the outcome of what you want to occur, especially at work. I think it's a great time to use this energy, but of course you can use it at home as well. On Tuesday, the word of the day is illumination. Stay present for what is revealed with this full moon at 23 degrees of Sagittarius at 7.51 a.m. Pacific time. So reviewing the dates for this lunar gestational cycle, the new moon was a solar eclipse on December 14th, 2020. The first quarter moon, the sun was in Virgo and the moon was in Sagittarius at about 23 Sagittarius again. And today we're having the full moon. Can you connect with this story in your own life? Do these dates pop out at you? Go back and look at your journals. So an astrology and action story is what we're experiencing in the U.S., on December 14th of 2020, at that solar eclipse was the day the Electoral College met to certify Biden's election win. And part of this story was the January 6th riots. Eclipse energy has a long tail to it. So these riots were about three weeks after the certification and directly related to the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. Sagittarius, one of the shadow energies, is lawlessness. On September 14th of 2021, that was about the time that Bob Woodward released a book about the insurrection, as well as there were 
protests in Washington, D.C. on the 18th of that month to support the rioters. And it puts some of the GOP Congress people in a difficult position of how you're going to respond to this, you know, celebration of lawlessness. And as we have this full moon right now, the Congressional Committee is holding public hearings about the January 6th riots. This is a story that is evolving. We're at 18 months later. Mercury retrograde is part of the story. We are still in the shadows of Mercury retrograde. But think about like all that's being revealed about what went on a year and a half ago, bring some full illumination to the collective of that story that started back then in the dark. The symmetry of these cycles, it's just awe-inspiring. It's so incredible. Even when you're not planning or working with it intentionally, what comes to light, think about what you can really bring forth in your life when you move through these with intention. This story will continue nine months from now at the last quarter moon in Sagittarius when the sun is in Pisces. So it's a great time to mark your calendar and take note of what lessons you have learned about this longer story. At this full moon, Mars and Chiron are conjunct, so watch out for hurtful actions or hurtful words. They're both in the sign of Aries, either to yourself or expressing that fire outward to others. Venus in Taurus is also semi-square Jupiter in Aries. So don't be impulsive and overindulge too much or overspend. Think about how you can harness the Empress energy of Venus on this day. Think about the feed me a grape. Peel it and feed it to me, please energy of this with this Venus semi-square Jupiter. The moon's last aspect is a square to Neptune. So hopefully you'll get some emotional clarity as the fog lifts. At 3.13 p.m. Pacific time, the moon will enter Capricorn. So you may find yourself getting a little bit serious about what was illuminated and what you want to do next. On Wednesday, the word of the day is recovery. So some people are extremely sensitive around times of full moons, and I think this one is very powerful. You may have difficult sleeping and may just need some extra self-care, especially since Mars conjuncts Chiron at 15 Aries. There may be some tender feelings, or maybe you'll use this energy, this Mars assertion, just to have drive to get things done. Mars is also what's called biquintile, the south node. Quintiles are grace notes where we can synthesize differing energies in unique ways. So Mars and Aries, how we take action for the self. The south node is in Scorpio, which is also ruled by Mars. And the south node speaks to some of our talents, but also some of our shadows in Scorpio. Think about how you can do with this energy. It's a grace note, so it's it's a nice energy. Think about how you can do hard things and not break down. And how can you use the Venusian principles of connection and harmony and negotiation in all of your relationships? That is the best way to move forward on Wednesday. On Thursday, the word of the day is decision. 
I think people will be getting clear about the illumination the full moon brought and making decisions on how they want to move forward. The sun at 25 degrees of Gemini will trine Saturn at 25 degrees of Aquarius. They're both in air signs. Air connects. Air is about thought. And sun trine Saturn. This is commitment energy. Saturn's glue. So something that could happen is you could have success from hard work, or you could just make a decision, have the clarity about what you want to do next. Venus will also conjunct the North Node at 22 Taurus. So if you have planets around there, there could be a new association, a new alliance, and a new friend, a new contract, a new negotiation that comes forward to you in your life. And Venus is also parallel Uranus. So this is like a secret conjunction. Something may be unexpected, but with Venus, I like to think it will be positive. Now, Uranus is a bit of a wild card. Something could fall apart, but yeah, just stay present for what happens with Venusian principles around relationships, values, and money. And the fact that it's on the North Node means it speaks to where we're going as a collective. So this has a certain element of fate. On this day, the sun will square Neptune as well, both at 25, sun in Gemini, Neptune in Pisces. So you might be caught a little bit unaware by the surprise proposal. And yeah, if you don't feel like you have the clarity to make a proper decision, ask for the time you need. But you may be totally clear at this point, and you may know exactly how you want to move forward. Just stay present to know the Neptune can bring a little fogginess, confusion, and mistiness, and sometimes deception. So yeah, check the fine print. The moon will enter Aquarius at 2.43 p.m. Pacific time. Aquarius is a sign of the vision. You may see endless possibilities in the future and have the higher perspective to know how you want to move forward emotionally. On Friday, the word of the day is surprise. People will be getting engaged on this weekend based on the fact of that full moon illumination, or they may be getting married People who had their relationships, especially relationships that started or had a big turning point in regards to the solar eclipse back from December of 2020. Yeah, but it may not be as serious as an engagement, but think about what pleasant surprises happen today. Hopefully they're all pleasant. Now, the moon is parallel Pluto, so you could have the will and determination to finish up whatever work or task you wanted to get done so that you can enjoy the weekend. Another reason I point to engagements is because Uranus and Taurus is sextile Juno and Pisces. Juno is the asteroid of partnership and marriage, so there could also be a meet cute unexpectedly this evening. Enjoy. On Saturday, the word of the day is compassion. So with Uranus, this wild card that's impacting Venus this week, there can also be like some unexpected things. People may act out of character. How can you have some compassion if they do? Venus is squaring Saturn on this day 
as I said, if you don't feel you have the clarity to make a decision, take the time you need because you could be like feeling regrets with Saturn if you committed to something that you didn't really have everything you need to move forward with. Or you could feel a sense of aloneness with this. So just be aware, you know, this week to take time to make decisions and not rush in to new contracts or relationships. Venus is also sextiling Neptune. So yeah, there can be like a lot of romantic energy today. You know, it really depends how your chart is being activated. Some people are having like really positive things moving forward in relationships. Some relationships are ending. Life is a cycle that has ebbs and flows. So whichever side you're on, just stay present with it. Good news, Mercury will leave the shadow of the retrograde as it passes four degrees of Gemini. The moon enters Pisces at 4.01 p.m. and it will almost immediately square Mercury in Gemini. So there may be some clarity about what you want to end. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac and there's always a sense of endings with Pisces energy. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about what I talked about this week or about the full moon and what was illuminated to you, or let me know how the daily themes are playing out. So I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope all your surprises are pleasant that bring just great luck and serendipity into your life. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 